I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It is a week that sees us bring you more unions. Specifically out of Activision, Blizzard, King, Albany, I believe, or whatever, their Albany branch. Uh, and also, hey, it wouldn't be a Gamers 2 podcast if I didn't mention the words Game Pass and WoW News, bitches. There's a couple things in life that you can be sure of. Well, three things in this document. <laughs> WoW News, Game Pass, and Blizzard Walkouts. True. Boom. There it is. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like P. Like what? What? what's piquing my interest this week? Is there anything, anything outlandish? Hmm. Supremely outlandish. Supremely outlandish. Or not, I guess. I mean, it could be normal. I'm always, like, Googling weird shit. Now, like, when I'm trying to think of but something. When you want to think of it, you can't Google weird shit? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Damn. Damn. I got nothing. Not anything. Yeah. I guess new releases it is. New releases it is. To get you to some new weird shit. The new hotness. Number one, as dusk falls for the PC and Xbox. Number two, endling extinction is forever. For PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. It sounds like a early take at a Bond title. Yeah. That they they, they scrapped it. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Extinction is forever. I guess that makes sense. I mean, it makes it's sense. Weird. It's just, it's just a weird way of saying it. I think diamonds are forever is a better you know movie. Yeah, yeah. Or extinction is forever is the uh, Bollywood Jurassic World. Yes. There it is. There it is. Bollywood coming through in the clutch. I'll get there. I'll get there with the good joke setup and premise. Number three, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC is out for the PC and Xbox. Number four, the Game of the Year candidate Stray for the PC and PlayStation. You play as a cat, doing cat things. 
People are obsessed with it right now. You're a kitty cat. Can you dance, dance, dance? Can you dance, dance, dance? Cats. I'm a kitty cat. How many people do you think know that video? Not enough. In the year 2022, it Not can't be enough. as many as it needs to be. Number five, Severed Steel for the PlayStation. Number six, Bright Memory Infinite for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number seven, Coromon for the Switch. Number eight, Hell Pie for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Hell Pie. I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I just kind of want a good pie. You, you baking pies in, in hell? In hell? That boo. With the devil. With the devil. Devil wearing an apron? That's all he's wearing. Is it like Great British Bake Off Devil? Yes. You know, well, I kind of, I've, I'm kind of in. I'm thinking of a different. I got a different angle. There's Are an anime. Thinking, oh, <laughs> so I was gonna go for the KFC dating simulator, but it's the devil baking pies and a similar trajectory actually. So what there's can an I anime. Say? We think alike. <laughs> Called Food Wars. Yes, there is. And uh, you rip people's clothes off. Yes. One of the characters in the show is a dude who literally wears nothing except for an apron. And you're just like he's just always naked, but he, what with an apron on. You know what you shouldn't cook if you wear that? Anything with oil, hot oil. Bacon. Yeah, bacon. Got to get one of those uh, grease screens. Yes. Which I, every time, every fucking time I cook bacon, I'm like, I need to buy one of those. Never get one. It's the downside of having Amazon on my phone. Just, so I would just go, I need now. to get one. Uh, Bye now. It'll show up in two days. I'll be happy. What did I buy on Amazon? It was completely ridiculous the other day. Ugh. A cheap caliper. Like a bright caliper? No, uh, uh, like a caliber, like a slidey thing that you measure oh oh and then um why uh i don't want to know actually i don't i don't care that much okay that's fair (laughs) that's fair (laughs) none of my amazon purchases have been like you know like they just you just buying shit to buy shit at this point like it's it's gonna sound rude to anybody that doesn't know us but I asked why, as I normally would in a conversation where you're like, yeah, pretend like you're interested. And then I went, wait, it's Matt. I don't give a shit. It's not an things. interesting enough purchase. No, you're just measuring things. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm just measuring shit. Whatever. <laughs> this is what dating apps do to you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, tell me about none. Tell me more. Oh, God. So tell me about yourself. I'd, I'd Honestly, I'd rather die. I don't care. I hate me. <laughs> I don't know what else you want. Number nine, Severed Steel for the Switch and Xbox. Number 10, Capcom Arcade 2, or sorry, Capcom Arcade Second Stadium for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. What happened to the first stadium? You know what I mean? Blew up. And Live a Live for the Switch or Live Alive. Or leave a leave. It's got to be some like Japanese. Live thing. alive. Leave alive. It's probably live alive. Or is it live a live? You never. You know what I mean. 
<laughs> too complicated. I don't. The best part is I don't know what you just did, but for some reason out of the corner of my eye, it, it looked like you turned your iPad sideways or upside down, and I was like, it doesn't matter how you look at it. It still says the same thing. <laughs> that was my immediate first reaction. <laughs> It does. My my iPad has this glitch where it'll do this when it. Oh yeah, it, it doesn't fill the full thing on a snap. Yeah, if I if I change it too quick, it'll. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just for whatever reason. After we were debating what something said, and I just thought you turned your iPad to look at it from a different <laughs> angle, and I was like, that doesn't change. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. That's something I would do. So that's a fair. That's you know that's What's a fair assessment. What's the hitting me? It's the worst part too. If you get somebody that sends you a picture wrong, and you turn your phone or something to like see it in the correct orientation and then your phone just snaps the wrong way and you're like that's it i'm doing this shit at 70 degrees because i'm not (laughs) rotating it uh yeah we've all been there (laughs) too frequently too frequently the weird amazon purchase was uh baba black sheep oh the book the (laughs) no the tv series (laughs) huh there's a TV series? Yeah. That's not just Sean the Sheep? No. So... It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. Fair assumption. I'm now I'm now I'm worried. It's Honestly, a now... old it's a like a late 70s TV show about um like com- like a late late 70s early 80s like comedy TV show about World War 2 kind of like a la mash. That funny enough my joke was about to be, it's either going to be war <laughs> or racism. Oh, okay. Well, the two things I went to. I mean, there's racism in the show well, because yeah, obviously yeah. it's World the War Two. So yeah. they're like, because for some reason I was thinking of, um, oh, what's that movie? Oh, it's gonna bug me now. There's Reservoir Dogs and. It's not called Black Sheep, is it? No. I don't exactly remember what it was, yeah. but uh, Todd used to watch it all the time. It was like one of his like fall asleep movies. I can't mm-hmm. remember what the name of it is now. But it was something along the same same thing. Anyway. Yeah. All right. What do you want? I'm evens. <clears throat> okay. Going Even. back going back to my normal trend. Going back to his roots. Back back to my roots. <laughs> I was born in the evens, known by the evens, king of the evens. And I'm just odd. And we don't like your kind around here. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, a team of 20 staffers at Blizzard Albany, formerly Vicarious Visions, announced that they have filed for union election with the National Labor Relations Board. The Albany group reached out to Activision Blizzard leadership to recognize their union, but the company hasn't specified that it will. An Activision Blizzard spokesperson provided a response to the coalition's efforts. Quote, We deeply respect the rights of all employees under the law to make their own decisions about whether or not to join a union. Uh, We believe that a direct relationship between the company and its employees is the most productive relationship. The company will be publicly and formally providing a response to the petition to the NLRB, end quote. Uh, Also, ABK experienced another walkout this week. This one was related to Roe versus Wade. Um, Yeah, just another organized walkout. I don't know if it actually, like... I, no, because that one wasn't. Um, 
while while bad, obviously the the this the ruling or whatever you want to call it, um, reversal, I guess. Well, obviously bad, but the the walkout didn't like garner the mm-hmm. attention that like them fighting against their employers does. Yeah, I mean, I think that at this point too, they've kind of killed the um, weight of a walkout since they do them so often. A, a little bit, a little bit of Boy Who Cried Wolf kind of that that the vibe you're going for. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Also, um, Vicarious Visions is a way cooler studio name. Yes. Than uh, Blizzard Albany. I agree. Rip. That's all I got. Yep. Uh, number two, Take Two released a statement of support for employees affected by the U.S. Supreme Court's Roe versus Wade reversal. In the company's post on LinkedIn, it said that it's been working with benefit providers so that employees and their dependents can have, quote, the best possible care wherever they may live. We are expanding our travel and lodging benefits programs nationwide, end quote. You think states are just going to... Um... Become depending on what you're about to say, yes. Become like hyperboles of like of themselves, so like people will start traveling to specific states for certain things. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. like you know, oh, so I want to. We all go to Nebraska for corn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, just Which, like some weird future zone, where it seems ridiculous, but when you think about it, well. Some weird future where we we just travel to certain states for certain things. Yeah, I can see it happening uh, because until Texas decides to finally just leave everybody the fuck alone and go kill themselves in the corner, mm-hmm. uh, which is not a suicide thing. It's like they, yeah. their industry and infrastructure will just do it to themselves and they'll complain the entire time that nobody helps us. And it's like you all chose this. It'd be uh, fun to go through the states and like pick what they're going to be like. Like Florida, you go there to like experience the years. purge. <laughs> it'd be it'd be filled with so much drugs and in those swamps from exotic animals that would just actually instead it would be like the movie Anaconda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the and you know well, I'm not going to get into like a political conversation, but I think Texas was going back into the courts again to start trying to like code like another law somehow to prevent if employees left to go around their archaic restrictions and yeah. everything. And basically Texas is like, oh, no, no, I, I'm happy that we got the one rule, but uh, people are just trying to go around it now. So we need to, like, outlaw this everywhere. And you're like, do you not understand that no one likes you? <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Let's get into video game stuff. Do we? Not really, actually. It's all just like <laughs> garbage. I mean, I'll find a way in, but still, That's... don't. <laughs> <laughs> Electronic Arts is overhauling its technology department, splitting the structure into two pillars following the announcement of its chief technology officer's upcoming departure. After Ken Moss leaves, two execs will take in take on new positions to lead the different pillars EA is now setting up. 
Miraja Radilovic Nastic. I don't know. That I just shot that out there. Me, uh, now I got now I got I wasn't looking. I wasn't following her along, but now I gotta look. So what would you, what did you say? I don't remember. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Anyways, you win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Is this a girl? You think? Yes. Okay. Uh, she's currently senior vice president for development technology and solutions, and will take on the role of CTO for creative and development. Who comes up with these titles? Uh, focusing on the teams that build tools and solutions for the publisher's development studios. Meanwhile, Matt Tomlinson will step up from being Senior VP and Chief Information Security Officer to become CTO for Enterprise, concentrating on the tools and platforms that govern live services, internal operations, and, quote, areas of future technical innovation, end quote. I'm trying to find that person's... Like, like page, yeah, like the like LinkedIn or something. Uh, not even just their LinkedIn. I just kind of want to see like. All right, so let's break this down. So we have one Maybe. who's one who is CTO for creative and development, and will focus on teams that build tools and solutions for publishers, development studios. And the other one is enterprise, understand tools and platforms that govern live services, internal operations, and areas of future. So one sounds like they're. No, that doesn't really make sense. Um, publisher development studios build build tools. Hey, I was right, nailed it. What's up? She okay. That's all I was really trying to double check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one's like on the ground for game studios, and one is back a lot of back end and. Yeah, it looks like they're probably going to yeah. by splitting it up into two. They're going to do a little bit of. It's like reverse homogenizing, which is a yeah. weird thing to think about. Uh, but rather than have all your IT deal with everything all at the same time, like, no, we're going to have a concentrated one to help devs and a concentrated one to just run the live service side. There'll be communication between the two, but we don't need everybody at all times trying to figure everything out. Mm-hmm. Actually, reverse homogenization is exactly that. It's a separation of tasks. <laughs> Anyway, number four. I guess it'll be an interesting thing going forward. Is more the, more for me the case because it doesn't really matter on the outside to us. We won't like as users would never notice. Um, but it's funny when EA's like in the whole we're potentially up for sale issue and everything else, and you might not have to have a bunch of IT people on the dev side if you're doing a bunch of live services stuff. Like the live service team might just be bigger. It, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. It's just interesting. I don't know. I mean, like, it's. I think it's always interesting when these these companies like EA and stuff like that make these changes because, like, it's hard to it's hard to look at it now and be like, oh, this is going to have this effect. When a couple years from now, we might see the trail of bre- breadcrumbs. I cannot talk tonight. The trail of breadcrumbs. That starting here where it's like, oh, I can see the pieces yeah, to yeah. where how we got here. Oh, this is how Anthem 2 got made. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number four. Discord. It's not getting made. That's true. Throwing that out there. Well, I mean, Anthem 1 still not dead. Uh, so, you know, take that. Number four. Discord Soon. has partnered up with Xbox 
to bring its voice chat functionality to Series X and Xbox One consoles. Using the Xbox mobile app, users will be able to set up voice chats and transfer them to the platform by connecting Discord to their Xbox accounts. It also allows cross-platform communication, so users playing on PC and mobile can also join a chat hosted on any of the three platforms. As well as voice calls, the app can also transfer servers, directing direct and group messages to Xbox consoles. And the feature is currently being tested inside the Xbox Insiders program with wider availability coming soon. No, I'm an Xbox Insider. Yeah? Yeah, you know what I don't have? An Xbox? Boom. Weird how how that works out, right? I'm inside an Xbox sometimes. Think about it. Um, This is a weird week how... uh, all like the it's got to be a 360. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> red ring of death. That's how mine got it. <laughs> All the crappy things are like, like actual paragraphs, and all the like interesting game stuff is like short sentences. <laughs> uh, what does that tell you about the guy that wrote the doc? He's a just pessimistic. I don't think I can say that word anymore. I don't think it's kosher, but he's dumb. Oh, no, yeah, you can't say that word. Yeah. <laughs> no, that word's not kosher. Bad brain. Smooth brain. Speaking about that word. Mm-hmm. Never mind, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. I'll, t- uh, I'll tell you after. <laughs> all right. All right. Without using that word, but it's just, there's some things. Okay, that's fair. Um, number five, Google has announced that app developers will offer consumers in the European economic area alternative payment options for non-gaming apps. Uh, the change follows after the tech giant complied with the European Parliament's Digital Markets Act, which we talked about, I think, uh, last week or two weeks ago. So, first change, many more to come, I'm sure. Yeah. It begins. It begins. I mean, for me, it's it's an interesting thing. I think it's interesting. I'm. I, it's, I, it's interesting because again, it's the EU. It is, and I'm wondering if it'll like does that go back to the yeah. If it trickles over the whole, well, that becomes the whole. It's. I mean, it's for non-gaming apps. So this eventually this going, one is yeah right. But I mean, eventually it will become for gaming apps as well. Mm-hmm. So we you know here we go with Fortnite again. Yeah, and like it, it's got to start up again. Well, they're doing it. <laughs> it's basically going to be the defense in court. Yep, we're going to get a whole new round of lawsuits. Just give me the same judge. Yeah, she was pretty good. Number six, Minecraft, along with parent company Mojang Studios and parent parent company Microsoft. <laughs> even though they're not in this story, announced that non fungible tokens, aka F. NFTs and blockchain aren't supported or allowed on the platform. The decision for rejecting the technology was attributed to the concern that they would create disparities playing Minecraft. Also, if you needed a Minecraft and NFT, what? What? Gotta pray on those. I actually little... said that wrong. If you needed an NFT in Minecraft, why? Gotta pray on those, you know, those. This those is my kiddies. diamond block. And I specifically want only this diamond block. And this is my diamond pickaxe. And I specifically want only the... Shut up. 
But yes, prey on the children. Prey on the children, sell them well, enchanted diamond armor. It's prey on the children who have access to their parents' credit card. Yes. Yes. Foolish so, parents. So prey on the parents via the children? Yeah. For giving their children access to credit cards. Power. Unlimited power. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing I'm picturing them redoing like one of the nineties commercials, except it's a child with a credit card in their hand pointing it at the TV mm-hmm. to buy whatever they want, and it is exactly the the Sidious lightning hands from episode three mm-hmm. just into the TV and doing the child is doing the unlimited power thing as done by a Sith Lord. Did you ever have any um instances of uh Spending money. My parents' money? Yeah, accidentally or inadvertently. I don't know about accidentally. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be honest about it, probably on purpose. There's I, a couple times definitely on accident that like Xbox Live renewed mm-hmm. and it wasn't supposed to. And like I forgot to cancel it or whatever. There were a couple times I definitely purposely did it and went for the forgiveness instead of the permission angle. Oh, yeah. Which, let's be fair, as a kid, I didn't know that angle. Yeah, you were just... I you was were just, flying by the seat of your pants. <laughs> I'm just winging it and hoping that I don't get in trouble. You yeah, know? yeah. I'm just like, oh, I no, I don't know what happened. That's just weird. And meanwhile, your dad's staring at you, knowing exactly what happened. And it's like, just tell me. And you're like, I no, I'm out. I, I don't know. No, I don't know. Bro. It's just weird. Yeah. I could have sworn I sent that to cancel. Um, I, and, I to, did. and to this point, my dad is going to listen to this and be like, all right, cool. I'll take like another four grand from you, please. <laughs> <laughs> you little shit. Yeah. <laughs> um I did accidentally do that and it was the old uh you know dial up internet situation. Oh, see mine was never anything big. So this mine... was like our first computer old school, you know, we're old. Beep boop beep boop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you I gotta, you, you know, listen to it. No one really knew how that worked at that point cuz like, you know, if anything, I had the most knowledge of of it, and I didn't know anything. So, long story short, I, we ended up with a, like a nine hundred dollar phone bill. Yeah. See, I never did anything like that. Mine would be like fifteen bucks here, mm-hmm. twenty bucks somewhere else. Yeah. The the Xbox one was sixty bucks because it was a year, mm-hmm. so that that one was an issue. Yeah. Or you know, I don't know about not not like an issue, but like a the biggest one. Uh, I think easily, and I would have to have my parents confirm this story, but I think easily the worst thing I probably did as a kid was uh, eat ant poison. So, rat poison, whatever it was. Explains a lot. Yeah, there was was, was a moment where I can't remember what happened, obviously. Uh, And I don't don't remember doing this. I don't remember any of this at all. I just remember it getting told to me, but I looked like a powdered donut. Oh, nice. And (laughs) my mom freaking out. (laughs) Rightly so. And obviously, I'm fine. I'm here. Well, I'm uh, fine. So definitely, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a flaky turn. But I, yeah, which might be worse than the yeah the spending charge. So. <laughs> My mom is absolutely. I believe it was aunt, but I'm not positive. Die hard positive that I had brain damage from oh. from uh, falling off the falling off the car. Oh, from the skateboard. Yeah, well, yeah, from well, skateboarding on my face. <laughs> well, yeah, from sketching yeah, the, the yeah the car surfing. Oh, oh, you were car surfing. <clears throat> yeah. I wasn't sure if you were car surfing or if you were sketching. What is sketching? You grab onto the bumper. 
No. Well, yeah. And yeah. Either a bumper or the yeah. I guess cars. Well, there's car surfing where you're literally on top of the car. Is what yeah, I was that at that time I was on top of the car. <laughs> right. The other yeah. one would be skitching where you're either grabbing onto like the rear bumper when they you when you actually could like, yeah. grab onto a bumper or you'd be like in the passenger side window. Yeah, that one. I that wasn't that time. That's yeah, other that's times. The, that's the other time where you tore up the entire bottom half of your body. No. No, that one was fine. <laughs> The other one is when I kiss the pavement. I know somebody that I'm pretty sure did get brain damage from uh, riding on the passenger side of a car. Nice. But it wasn't the passenger side of their best friend's ride. Oh. Trying to get, looking at me. Scrub as a guy. Don't, no? Just, TLC? Yeah, yeah. All right. Deep references here. <laughs> Speaking of TLC. Um, Chase of Waterfalls? <laughs> we, I, we got a conversation about... Uh, um, TLR the other day, Total Request Live. Yeah, I know what TLR or TR, TRL, TRL. Yeah, TR, TL, TRL. And we were yeah. watching it on. I uh, never watched. It. I was never. I wasn't an MTV kid. I had to like Google it and or YouTube it rather, and and show Samantha what it was because she like forgot. Wow. And it was a a TLC thing that popped up and it just. It's Hardwick on there. Were they doing that dating game? No, dating show? no, it was Carson Daly. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, number seven, the director of Uncharted 4 and The Last of Us, Bruce Straley, announced the formation of Wildflower Interactive. In the Wildflower Interactive announcement, he explained that with the new company, quote, we have to do it the right way. It has to be inclusive and equitable and collaborative, full of big hearted people that want to grow both professionally and personally. The culture needs to be as... uh, Iterative, sorry. I I'm going dumb here. I, I glanced over when you stopped to see if you were gonna like even make an emotion with your face and your You're face dead, right? I was, was just just like, blank. Yep. I was like, he's not even shaking his head like he's confused. He just no emotion. Yep. The cultural needs to be as iterative as the way we make games, so we're doing it. I'm stoked to announce our new company, Wildflower Interactive, and we've got an exciting partner that supports what we're doing, and it's going to help us reach the broadest audience possible. End quote. Okay. Um, no mention of who the partner is. Naughty Dog. <laughs> that would be <laughs> Because we're, making, we're remaking Uncharted 4. <laughs> I do not like this reality. No, it, it wouldn't be Naughty Dog anyway. It would be Sony. Yeah. And then Sony would yeah. tell him that there's a support studio and not a Naughty Dog. <laughs> he just ends up as like another game director at Naughty Dog. He's like, fuck, son of a he just bitch. Le- he, just got le- me. he just leaves again. After, like, he lets it go for two two years before he like slowly realizes what's happening and he walks into his office and sees everything. And he goes, like, wait a minute. This looks like an awful lot like it did five years. Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> they got me again. And then so he's like, I got to leave. Oh, man. It's basically a Stanley Parable where you're just never allowed to leave. I was, <laughs> I was kind of thinking the same thing when we started talking about this. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a game that's like this. Yeah, it's like, you just, you just can't leave. Number eight. He, and he keeps trying different ways. Oh, yeah. But he keeps getting reset back to the same point. He's like, I don't... <gasps> <laughs> The whole time they're just trying to push him towards making like another like Last of Us or something, remaking Uncharted One. Yeah, 
terrible. Anyway, number eight. PlayStation is continuing to ramp up its investment in esports with the acquisition of technology platform Repeat.gg. Repeat.gg hosts leaderboard tournaments that are designed to make esports more accessible. It tracks how players are performing in games, allowing them to participate in competitions without having to be online at the same time. The company has hosted over 100,000 tournaments with more than 2.3 million participants. Repeat.gg stated that it will continue to feature games on platforms outside of PlayStation, including mobile, PC, and other consoles. I, um, every time, like, I do the news, I, uh, I'm just reminded of how old I am because I'll see these things and I'll be like, what the fuck is repeat.gg? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. A lot of anything that has a potential esport around it, .gg has been, like, the .com of the last five years. Yeah. Bubble? Not even bubble. Okay. Catch, uh, like, um. Like a marketing thing? Marketing catchphrase. What, what, do I really, what do I want? Not a catchphrase. Catch all. Not catch all. The new hotness. It's just like the okay. thing. Yeah. Like how dot io was around for a while, mm-hmm. but like only itch and raider really have it as the two things that I know that definitely ended. If I want a a gg, it's going to be related to an esport in some way. Okay, which way excited to gg? Yeah. And I think that's the whole joke around yeah. it. And now it's just become a thing. Yeah. Oh, well. Like, if you were going to repeat.com, mm-hmm. nah, man, that doesn't sound cool. That doesn't sound esportsy. Repeat.gg, yeah. esports. It's the equivalent of you if you had a, a rectangle button and then rounded the edges on it. Mm. And you immediately go from 1996 to 2013. Yeah. Yeah. What does Google call that? They they have a, they they have oh a, doing the they, button typing. They have their the design philosophy that's like. Well, I, I don't think they're on that anymore. But there was a thing for a while where you go. Are you giving me HTML fucking history design discussion? I mean, maybe but it was like <laughs> there was they had like a they had a a name for it. And I can't remember what it was. Where like everything was like flat, and they had like certain cur- the corners were yeah, curved. It, and all it's that. basically a it was a version. I don't know what Google called it, but I, I know what you're talking about. But it was a version essentially of modernizing everything. Yes, yeah, was to not make it as rigid, and you wanted to be more fluid with what you had, and mm-hmm. you, you know. But I mean, you can very clearly tell when you go to certain sites. How they were designed, where they were designed, and potentially what year. And when you start guessing early 2000s, and it turns out it was 2018, I have a lot of questions for the web developer that they hired. Listen, everything old will be new again at some point. No. Bell Bottoms came back for two days. I'm waiting for cargo pants to come back. I want Jinkos back. Yeah, I could go for some baggy jeans. Those are not baggy jeans. Those are bags that are (laughs) jeans. That's fair. I those, are a win- those are a winter coat on each leg. I have this like f- picture of me in high school. In Jinkos? In no, oh. no. But it's like my peak comfort in my life. And it's me on a couch being super loungy and I have baggy jeans on, chuck tees, and like a, a hoodie. And I'm just like, I look so fucking comfortable. And I can I remember being like being like, man, these clothes are comfortable. I I the only time I can think of my peak comfort and somebody could probably argue with me on this 
but my peak comfort does not sound comfortable. Okay. I'm in a hoodie. Uh-huh. Which I love hoodies. Yeah, everyone loves hoodies. Most comfortable thing in the world. Yep. I have a feeling I'm in athletic shorts. Or I might have been in like a, a relaxed fit jean. Mm-hmm. Probably athletic shorts because it was the summer. Part of the key to this is have some alcohol. Because then you feel you still feel comfortable every time. Don't have too much. Just feel yeah, feel just... comfortable. Put yourself in a wheelbarrow and sit by a fire. Yeah, great time. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally. I you put your you. back on the slanted part, mm-hmm. and then you put your feet out over the handles. Yeah, they work as footrests. Yeah, you like kind you... of like got your ankle on like that. They're yeah, on like the this. on the handle. Yeah, yeah. No, like I I had mine out. Instead of like over the side, oh, like like I was just using the ankle at the oh, like the straight handle, on it? like straight up as a footrest because I was in I was in that thing, yeah. And my I was my, my legs like, my legs are longer, so I yeah yeah it, yeah okay fucking humble brag over here. I'm not that much taller than you. Fucking relax. Sorry, I have short legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh whatever. I could just I I used to be a runner. Eh? <laughs> short, uh, <laughs> but. I, doing that, chilling by the fire, and then just have a drink in my hand. Just, just chill. Yep. yep. Cool. It's like 63 out, maybe 55 mm-hmm. during like cold spots. Fire's still going, and you're just chilling, hanging out, talking to people, and just vibing. Yep. I distinctly remember the night of my comfort photo because that night we had a dance party where we were at a friend's camp. I can only imagine what you did. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I've, I've been with it's you. It's not now appropriate in, for this podcast. I've been, been with, with you now in Boston. <laughs> so we, or did I luck out because we were in a public bar at that point? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have been worse. That's, that's um, true. That's yeah, true. so we turned all lights off, turned on a bunch of like you know blinking shit and glow sticks. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, basically you blasted turned, music. Did and you turn on just, the Spencer's? Yeah, just a hot all, topic. All just started like bumping and grinding on each other. Oh, that style. All right. Yeah, just wild. Kids. I won't tell you where I did that. Kids, man. The things you get away with in a school, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Just... There there are so many stories that will never come out on this podcast, but man, would they make great content. So At a certain many... point, I will just send them because I will have no shame anymore. Just going to send it. But... All right, number nine. NetEase is opening a new studio. Jar of Sparks. I got to stop you right there. Okay. When I glanced at this story, yes, before we started talking about our dancing escapades, yes, I read Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks, and I about lost my shit. Was <laughs> uh, the studio named Jar Jar Binks? Yes. <laughs> it's like if their That's first fair. game isn't Misa, I'm out. <laughs> uh, Misa, a game. Misa, a game developer. <laughs> A jar of sparks led by former Halo Infinite head of design, Jerry Hook. Jar of sparks will be based in Seattle with Hook working alongside creative director Paul Crocker, who is the former lead narrative director on the Batman Arkham trilogy. Executive producer Greg Stone, uh, whose credits include Doom and Halo Infinite, and gameplay director Steve Dick, who worked on Halo 4, 5, and Infinite. With the new in-house studio, NetEase wants to focus on, quote, 
narrative-driven action games, end quote. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right. I mean, we'll see. The, the part of me says, all right, cool. I like some of those people i don't care for infinite though yeah i mean at this stage i feel like i don't even know i Doom's don't know how to good, feel and the arkham trilogy is a good like single player storyline mm-hmm. infinite it infinite has its redeeming part would be like it's its campaign but there's a lot of issues that I have with its campaign, not so much like in the story it tells, though there are clear issues there because it's a trophy Halo story. Uh, but like the way that they achieved gameplay to tell it, it's just not good. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. The gunplay was fine. Oh yeah, for the most part, grappling hook was the, one of the greatest things they've ever added to a Halo. Yeah, just clearly unfinished. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're hitting a weird phase again i feel like in the in the industry we we are we're kind of on the tail end of um 
of uh what's the word i'm looking for everything's been um shrinking and companies have bought consolidation oh. we're on the we're on like the end of a like a streak of consolidation and we're at like the midpoint of a big boom as far as like new studios like all these people who have experience with major studios, like you got all your Blizzard guys and gals and all these other people who just like are popping up studios left and right. And like, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm interested to see how we land in that regard. Like, are we going to end up with a bunch of like a, a streak of just like crazy amount of good games? Are we, is it going to be like some weird situation with the, economy in the way it is are we going to get a recession and then we're going to have another streak of uh consolidation to where like you know all these new studios get chewed up but some of them are already getting chewed up yeah yeah i mean that's havens has been created and now bought in two years yep that one's a weird one though because like sony clearly created helped create them with the idea of of buying buying them. them yeah but like more all of the studios and under more Hames stuff and well you know, that's my that's my crazy tinfoil hat theory is i think that once the activision blizzard deal is finalized and microsoft takes over and things are already seem to be running a little bit better better mm-hmm. at um blizzard after um what's that guy's name quick there oh mikey barrow after he took over, things seemed to be more like at, le- at the very least they're more um, open about what they're doing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you see all these little studios that are ex Blizzard employees start to get like scooped up again because they're like, we kind of we want to come back. You guys have you know it's it's oh, nice there yeah. again, maybe, but whatever, whatever. I'm just here for the ride. As as are we both. Number 10, FaZe Clan has officially gone public via a SPAC merger. The deal, I'm saying SPAC. I don't, I don't know fine. what it stands for. I don't care. The deal values FaZe at $725 million, according to Axios, which is lower than the original $1 billion valuation from when the merger was announced in October. FaZe is now trading on the NASDAQ exchange under the ticker symbol, you guessed it, FaZe. Whoa! They did just win um, CSGO IEM, or IEM Cologne, I believe, in an absolute banger of a grand finals against Navi. I'm curious if when they win things like that, if their stock value goes up. Probably, which would have been funny because the merger that this is now live after that happens. Yeah. Where the before and after would have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I actually watched it. It was the finals was on Sunday last week. Maybe, maybe, um, and I, I randomly tuned in cause I was like, oh, what's going on? I was looking for something to watch it like Twitch at 10 AM. Hmm. And I was like, wait, I am Cologne is on and they're in the final. Oh, it's grand finals. Okay. Oh, it's Navi and phase. Okay. I know a couple players on there still. I don't like that term. I've watched a couple players on there before. I don't know them. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh, I'll tune in or whatever. And they, they play best of five. And I don't know if you are familiar with CSGO, uh, but in it's what, what regard? Like you need sixteen rounds to claim a map or whatever. Oh, I don't know those details. No, uh, it, I believe it's sixteen rounds to claim a map because you can go fifteen, fifteen, which means you have to go to overtime. Um, 
And then, you know, one's playing as T side, one's playing as CT side. Mm-hmm. And then it's a best of five. Okay. And you go through five maps that you can have bands and picks for kind of thing. Okay. They went all five. And then we're still within like two rounds at the end. Like it was like 16, 14 or something to to finish the whole event. So it was a crazy and there was match. A, and there was a tiebreaker in one of those matches as well. Damn. Oh, yeah. It was, it was absolutely nuts. It was so much fun to watch. Cool. And I don't usually watch, like, it's the same thing with when the international happens for Dota. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Dota. Yeah. Uh, Dota's even harder for me because I have no idea what's going on. I mean, I watch League, but League's easier to, for me, because I've played it before and whatever, but I, to, like, know what's going on. But there's a lot more micro gaming you can do in Dota. And I'm like, all right, I get the concept of what's going on. And, but the casters for those events and the player and everything, like, the events are massive and they're insane. IEM Cologne, which is the Intel Extreme Masters, the place was slammed. Crowd going absolutely insane. Anything's happening. Players are jumping out of their chairs, yelling at the crowd, like, let's go. You know, it's just everything you want. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> Making things happen. Making money moves. To the tune of $725 million. That is crazy to just stop and think about for a second. Like $725,000,000. Like five years ago, we would have laughed if someone would told us that. This Before that, I remember when FaZe got formed. Yeah. And it was a meme. That's because funny. it was when all of the... It was like during the COD days of like game battles still being the big thing. Mm-hmm. And MLG game battles. And there was... Op- Optic was like the OGs. And there mm-hmm. were a couple other random teams. And then FaZe showed up. And I can't remember who ran FaZe at the time. But they would just run their mouth. They were, you know, they were, the, they were the bad boys. Yeah. They were the guys that were showing up wearing like dirt bike jerseys. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Well, you, like, just remember that vibe? Yeah, of, like, yeah. All those jerseys that were around at that time. Mm-hmm. That they very much exuded that because, like, I considered like the paintball jerseys, yeah, to be like dirt bike jerseys, basically. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was all that. Yeah, exactly. It was, but it was all that same stuff. Like, you're like, oh, you guys are just ripping off Fox. Mm-hmm. And it, but it, they, they've now like continued and established themselves, and they're here. They are. There are. A few esports organizations. I mean, comparative to like you know Fortune five hundreds, but I probably thirty, and I couldn't name all of them off the top of my head that have been like around for more than seven years. I just, it's just mind blowing to me. Like, I don't even know how they make money. Like, I guess I don't even know. I don't know. A lot of it. I mean, you're you're prize pools i guess you're into prize pools you're into uh merch you're into advertisements you're into fan generation you're just into all that stuff so you you always end up starting with like a capital from somewhere obviously yeah from some other venture but then you get into that and you're doing you know the phase or optic but you're also partnered with whoever and yada yada you know you have x amount of sponsors and then you compete in all these tournaments but where phase sure they had a csgo team They'll have a Call of Duty team. They'll have a whatever. Like they have, you know, multiple teams that they're sponsoring. So they're doing, you know, it's a whole, whole thing. But it's also why some, like, a bunch of them don't survive more than a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to pull off. 
All right. It's that time. Wow news, bitches. <laughs> uh, I forgot I introed with that. <laughs> yep. Wow Classics Wrath of the Lich King will let you play as a Death Knight without having to level another character to 55. You start. Just jump right into it. And it's launching on September 26th. I'm sure there is good on the 26th. Was there more? That's it for uh, Wrath. Okay. Um, 26 is good. That's about... I don't know what Nate's predictor machine said, but I feel like I, I called the September launch. All right. Because that gives you a September launch to give you a month to a month and a half worth of even two months potential distance between that and Dragonflight. And you don't want to step on each other's toes. That would not you, make any you sense. You want to do Wrath for like roughly a month to a month and a half. Enough for everybody to level within the first two weeks. When I say everybody, enough for the majority of your players that are your maintain base to level within the first two weeks and then raid on the week four. And then week five or week six after that launch is when you would drop Dragonflight. Now, whatever that means for everything else, we'll see. But that's about where I had put it. I had put it not that late in September, but I'll still take a win anyway. I can. <laughs> All right. Um. Now for WoW retail. Oh. Go ahead. Sorry, I forgot about the other part. Uh, the Death Knight thing. Good. That's a good thing. It's not original Wrath. Yeah. Your whole point is to go back and play Wrath and have fun with it, not have to be level. the psychopaths that people at the top end are. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just hey, go play with it. Have fun. I'm sure there's somewhere, someone. Complaining, I'm sure. I you wouldn't believe the trials and tribulation I had to put in to level my character, pro, uh, homie. This is not 15 years ago. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's just that thing of you know. Shh, let me yeah, apologize. Yes, exactly. Um, <clears throat> now for wow, wow retail. There we go. I almost said wow classic again. Uh, beginning this week with each region's local weekly reset. World of Warcraft players level 10 to 59 will gain an experience buff called Winds of Wisdom, which will increase uh, experience games by gains by 50%. <clears throat> the buff will end at the start of Shadowlands Season 4. Which is August 2nd, I believe. So we got like Second a week, or 4th, whatever it is. Week, week and a half left? Yeah, about like a week and a half of... Better jump in there. Start leveling your tunes. I leveled two of mine before that happened. Does that count? <laughs> oh my god! Fucking played himself. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to happen. I figured it would happen during season four, not this season. Because mm-hmm. I figured during season four they would be like, "All right, cool, go ramp up for Dragonflight, do whatever you want." Yeah, maybe uh, they will. At the end, I mean, of they, season they might. Four. They might at the end of season four as well. Um, maybe I should finally hop in there I mean, and, honestly, and get a tune and get a character all the way up. <laughs> It's not even a good joke. <laughs> That's just like, I don't know what's what happens. Hitler two or Matt plays WoW. I, Hitler two. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I put That's money fair. down, uh, the maybe Matt playing WoW WoW would make Hitler two. Not. Are you saying that the only thing stopping you from becoming Hitler two is not playing World of Warcraft? 
<laughs> I mean, the first time I tried to play it, legitimately, I almost did go insane. So, <laughs> um, but no, the the leveling boost is good. Honestly, I think at this point they should have just left it in until Dragonflight instead of season four. Just make it a free for all. Well, just it, just let everybody level. Like, who gives a shit? It's old content. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And we're still gonna have, and we're having to go up another ten levels next time anyway. Like, just let people go nuts. Or if you're gonna do it at the end of season four, make it longer. Give them like give people a month with it to go nuts. Um, yeah, I guess it would kind of fit with the idea of them redoing the uh, skill trait. What the, what the fuck? Is yeah, it called skill trees, talent trees, talent trees. I mean, kind of the same thing, but yeah. yeah. It's like, ah, level people up and then have a ball with the new talents. Yeah. It, for me, it would just make sense. Just be like, go nuts. Like, what, what, is, what, do people, what, what does people leveling new characters hurt you guys at all? It yeah. doesn't. Because once you tell them to go 10 more levels and there's no speed on it, they're not doing all of them. No. Only the psychos, like myself and a couple others, are going to do that. But we have problems. Uh, he needs help. And there's nothing that Blizzard can do to stop that. We're just degenerate. So. We need to have a WoW leveling intervention. Stop that. Okay. I hate leveling. <laughs> I Here's why I did it. You want, you want the Are you Wait, so you hate it, but you did it, and now you're trying to rationalize it to yourself? No. The torture that you, you put yourself through? I'm not trying to rationalize it. How many characters you got that are at max level right now? <laughs> Come on. Share with the class. And not Four- just on one server. I want to know all of them. 14? Is that across all servers? Yeah. 14. It was one of every class, which I think there's 12. Or there's... there's if There there might be 11 classes, and there's about to be 12 when, when the dragon people show up. Or it's 12, and it'll be 13. It's one of the two. Yeah. So it's one of every class, and then two of two classes so i have one of every class and then plus one plus one so whatever that number is okay it's either 13 or or 14 14. how many are horde whatever the original number was minus two (laughs) (laughs) because i only have two max on the alliance side okay one of the now one of the maxes was a boost because i did the pre-order for dragonflight all right. Well, so I didn't. So I didn't level that it. That saves you right there. Didn't level it. Boosted it. Difference. Uh, the other one is I usually try to keep one alliance. Now it doesn't matter though. Before it was. Yeah. Like I, I keep one alliance if for. I have a couple of groups of friends yeah, that like play an alliance. But now that it doesn't matter, there's like no reason yeah. to do it. Um, one of them I didn't level. I was doing leveling, but not to get to sixty, just to get to fifty to get the cool armor because you get the heritage armor for the race. Um, and I did, I got that and then I went, okay, cool. He's there. I don't care anymore. I'm not playing him. Um, but the reason I do it on all my horde ones, which are like the main ones. Yeah. And actually probably will continue to only be the main ones. Cause like literally the Alliance ones now I don't need unless all of a sudden I'm mythic rating on Alliance, which I'm mythic rating on Alliance. I'm just moving one of my horde characters over. <laughs> um, the, I hate leveling so much that when they put stuff like this in initially, mm-hmm. I would spam level during those times. Yeah. And I would make sure to keep everything at the top. That way I only ever had to go through the most recent content again. Mm-hmm. 
I never had to go through the pain that is the. What the hell is on that light? Is there something on my calf, or am I just like twitching my muscle? I don't see anything. I just threw my phone on the ground. Um, <laughs> in response to you not seeing anything, phone goes on the ground. <laughs> Screw it. Uh, so, but I would always do it during anything that gave me a boost, because I was never doing it again. Like leveling through classic was one of the worst experiences I ever had. I did not hit seventy during uh, Burning Crusade classic. I think I got to sixty five or sixty six. I went, I'm, no, I'm done. Fuck this. Yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Wrath, I'm buying a boost to 70 when it comes out, and then going from 70 to 80. <laughs> uh, so I'll always do like whatever the current content is, because one, it's easy to find people in, so you can just do dungeons the entire time, and you don't mm-hmm. actually have to go out into the world. I don't want to go out there. It's ugly and gross, and people suck. Um, so, But it's mostly like... You, don't go, to- you, you, you play WoW and don't go out into the real world, and then when you're in WoW... I sit in the city. You sit. You sit in the in the city and in the dungeon, so you don't have to go out into the. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I listen. Think, I, um, I do. I do it like twice. I do it two. I think two, we're unpa- unpacking some real problems here. Listen, I don't want to talk about <laughs> my. This is not supposed to be an intervention of me. This is just me describing how I play. Okay. So at the beginning of Dragonflight, I will go through the leveling process. Which at that point you can't just do dungeons. Like you need to actually level. Um, mostly because they, what they did last time, and I'm assuming they're going to do it again, is they locked the dungeons. So you were forced to go zone to zone to zone, Uh but they locked the dungeon only to being like, you, you can only do the one dungeon because you're in that zone until you've like unlocked them all. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if you chose to do a different way to level, you could have access to four dungeons, but not all eight. So there, there's a certain point where you're like, I just don't kind of want to deal with that anymore Hmm. Um, so what I did at the beginning of Shadowlands and what I will probably do again is I bum rush one character up to max so it'll be 70 and I'll go through all the zones and that'll be whatever one that I'm deciding to like main which was the druid last time it'll probably be the druid again I haven't made that official choice but what the hell does it matter it'll probably be the druid Um, where that'll be the one that anybody wants to do anything it'll be that character yada yada but when I'm, if I'm wanting, to, if I get to a point where like the only time I can get anything gear wise in the first, you know, two weeks is like waiting for the guys to get on because I don't trust anybody else to run quote high content with, then I'm going to need something else to do in the meantime. So I will start another character and go through that same thing. Usually something that fulfills a role I don't have. So if I'm doing DPS and healer on the druid, then I'll usually level something that can be a tank just so I kind of have my bases covered for being able to do things with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this time around, it'll be leveling a dragon. All right. It'll either be the second or third thing I level will be a dragon. That's the plan. I'll level it. It'll be there and I'll have it, but I'll never be able to play it. I might, I might be able to play it because I'll be the healer. So I might be able to play it by just saying I'm going to play the healer and I'm going to be a dragon, but I'll never be able to DPS on it more, more than likely because everybody else will be also wanting to do the same thing. Interesting. Yep. I have a problem. Hey, it could be worse. Yeah, it could be drugs. It could be. Could be. 
I mean, at this point, it might qualify as a drug. We're not talking about that. All right. Um, I don't get I don't get financial benefit from. (laughs) (laughs) Should we uh, rip through some short things? Yeah. The Wii U and 3DS eShops will close on March 27th, 2023. As of August 29th, you will no longer be able to redeem eShop cards for funds on those stores. Listen, if they were going to turn off something, leave the Wii one on, but turn the Wii U one off three years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad they're ripping the Band-Aid off and like, you know, we're just, we're Switch now. That's it. Only Switch. Steam Deck performs at its best in ambient temperatures between 0 degrees Celsius and 35 degrees Celsius. I know you were dying to know. I'm so happy you told me that. If the temperature gets higher than this, the Steam Deck may start to throttle performance to protect itself. I like that it says to protect itself, not mm. you from it. Yeah. It's here to it Steam Deck looks out for itself. Oh yeah. Uh, starting August 1st, one-on-one PlayStation support via Twitter will no longer be available. They are funneling everyone to their ticket system on their website now. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, not that, you know, that was really a place for it anyway, but still. Uh, EA confirmed that FIFA 23 will not feature any Russian clubs or teams. But you know what it does have? Ultimate team. Women's. Women's teams from the top leagues in England and France. Okay. All right. Viva uh, la revolution. Yeah. Yeah. That's a French joke. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. Soccer. I was looking for the applause from the crowd that we don't oh, have. Sorry. No, it's, you're not the crowd. Trust me. If there's one person I don't expect to applaud in this room, it's you. Oh. Okay. Because that's what would happen if we were ever somewhere. Is this reverse psychology? Am I supposed to start laughing? Nope. Nope, it's not. Because, listen, if we ever did like a panel somewhere and I got a good joke out, your first reaction is not going to be... Your first reaction is going to be a quick groan (laughs) and then a laugh. And then probably a sigh (laughs) and then a whatever. (laughs) Maybe. Well, I'm basking in it like an arrogant dick. People walking up it. and walking up and down the rows because I've I've decided that I'm not good enough for the stage anymore <laughs> and I'm just wandering around it turns the room. into like a wrestling event and you're just walking up and down like I'll RKO a fan <laughs> just absolutely not paying attention sprint up behind somebody <laughs> <laughs> break his neck lawsuit all right I'll put it in the I'll make sure to put it in the description of the panel okay may potentially be RKO'd out of nowhere you have to sign a release before entering the room. That just had any point in marking <laughs> our game. <laughs> uh, can I get the uh, legal clarification? Can we make sure that is in there? <laughs> Obsidian's Grounded is getting a TV series. It'll be adapted by Star Wars Clone Wars writer Brent Friedman. No Man's Sky got another update. This one called Endurance. It's the 20th major update for the game. That's that's so many updates since 2015. Yeah. 20. Can you believe that that game's been out as long as it has? And they haven't made No Man's Sky 2 Sky Harder? Sky Harder. 
All Man's Sky. What if No Man's Sky and Grounded took place in the same universe? So you just land on a planet and have the potential to just crush 50 people because you land on a space that's so big. I like this. Mass death. That sounds great. It's not mass death. It's just what the reality would be in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Like, there's a solid chance that at any point in that movie, it's Someone over. just walks by, yeah. Just kills everyone. Dog, human, anything. Yeah. Squirrel. Uh, NVIDIA's the- cloud gaming service, GeForce Now, now supports... 120 FPS game streaming across all Android phones with high refresh rate displays. That's interesting. That is. That is interesting, mostly because it is a cloud gaming service saying that it supports 120. Yeah. Now, that might be true. It might support 120. <laughs> but can it consistently push it? We'll never know. Well, I don't have an HDR display. I don't either. All right. I do need to get a new phone, though. What like what Came phones have... A high refresh rate. The stupid ones. I know, like, the Asus one does. Yeah, but I mean, like, the high-end Samsungs also do. Do, do they as I well? I believe so, yeah. But, you know, you're paying a stupid amount of money. Yeah. They're too expensive. Oh, but yeah. I... Oh, yeah. The phone I'm looking at is this, whenever the 6A shows up. Isn't it out now? Not yet. If it isn't that, if it is, then it just came out. The last time I looked, it was still not out. You could pre-order it, but you couldn't actually get it. There's that one phone too. Everyone's making the a six big deal is out, but not the A. The one that's got like the goofy LEDs in the backlight, in the back back, oh, uh, yeah, back case or whatever. I'm just gonna go back to because I had a three A, and then that's the one that I was stupid with and broke, and that mm-hmm. resulted in this. So I'm just gonna go to the next A, and I might as well just go to a six A instead of a five A because it's yeah. not gonna be Google much phones are good phones. Yeah, but I always go with the A because I don't need a regular, I don't need a regular Pixel. I don't, yeah, I don't need the feature. The feature difference is nothing for me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not. It's, not it's usually like it's, it's usually like camera and storage, and I'm like, oh, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but mine is mine is getting noticeably older. Uh, still functions with everything I need. Nothing has officially killed itself yet, but mm-hmm. it is that moment where I'm like, you feel ah, it. We're about to be there. You we're about it. to be there. Um, where was I? <clears throat> Twitch is rolling out a new safety tool that will allow streamers to share information on users they've banned from their chat. Uh, shared ban info, as the new function will be known, will allow streamers to cooperate in keeping their community safe from malicious actors. I kind of so like the we, idea of that. We talked about this before, though, right? Or right. is this is this the? Can you read it to me again? Yeah. I wanna... Is it the? The question I. Let's stop saying is the the question I have is it the ability to share the reason for the ban because before you could the feature that we talked about before I thought was sharing ban lists with each other so you could say you could share like your ban list with I could share my ban list with you and be like mm-hmm. I've banned these people here for but it wouldn't reasons. it might not tell you like what yeah, reason yeah. okay we're and that's why I'm wondering if this is now saying like no no I'm telling now I can also tell you the reason that they're banned. Um, I didn't see, I didn't see where, like, what, what the details were of the feature. So I would hope that there would be, like, at least some sort of basic 
reason that you could provide, but they're usually no. I mean, there's always a reason why, like that you yeah. can provide. But I mean, like to somebody else, yeah, to the tool or whatever. Yeah. Um, Advance Wars one and two reboot camp has been delayed again. Oh my god! This time getting pushed into 2023. Stop it! Ubisoft has delayed <laughs> Avatar. Skull and bones. Ah, shit. <laughs> Frontiers of Pandora from 2022 to sometime in 2023 or 2024. Yeah, that again. No shit. Did there was. There was no person on this podcast, Matt, myself, or the ghost in the corner, that thought that that game was coming out this year. Yeah. There was no fucking way that was happening. And I am sick and tired of the games industry. I'm about to do a Rise Up Gamers statement, and that's going to be dangerous. I'm sick and tired of them. Now, don't get me wrong. We all love the devs. But just stop lying. You're never, you're never going to have that ready. Never. Not to mention Ubisoft is in shambles. Does that segue to the next thing? Ubisoft has halted development on Ghost Recon Frontline and Splinter Cell VR, as well as two other projects that had not yet been announced. Assassin's Creed 2 and 2. The Actually, I didn't put it in here, but apparently there is... a multiple Assassin's Creed projects in the works. Yeah, probably not anymore. Um now nah, they're like the, that those or, rumors or somehow they're the only ones that are still going. Yes. Yeah. That, that <laughs> that's one. the other issue. Um the the VR one is whatever, not surprising. The frontline one is hysterical because if you go back to when that got announced, Matt and I came on this podcast and said something to the effect of why the fuck would they make this? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense why they're doing this. They're years late to the game of doing it to begin with. And this just doesn't make any sense at all. Because this was that random Medal of Honor studio. Or not Medal of Honor studio. But it was the random Ghost Recon studio in like Eastern Europe somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. That's I This, I was like, alright. Cool. And then after this came out, there was, I I think that you qualify them as rumors. I would say I didn't look into them too much because I was just kind of disgusted. But there's like multiple, as in like three or four Assassin's Creed projects being worked on. I believe it. So the two, there's two that we know of exist, which is the next installment, which yep. is um, supposed to be like a smaller one. And then there's the live service one. Yeah, which what was it? was that one called Infinite or something in, like that? Infinity or something. And then apparently there's like one or two more. Like there's like another mainline installment. And then, yeah, which will probably fall under the smaller category again. Yeah, unless they're actually going to unless they're counting those as like part of Infinity's, like it actually having it be a live service thing with putting basically full level scale things in it. Mm-hmm. Um. Which could be the the two unannounced things is like their season two and three for Infinity, yeah, which is a chance. Uh, but it, I mean, it also could just be a mobile game. Yeah, that's true. Could be a mobile game. Could be Rider, Riders Republic uh, cross Assassin's Creed. Could be the Skull and Bones Black Flag edition. 
could be uh, Assassin's Creed in space with um, the game I forgot that they have that they haven't said anything on after everybody came out and cried on stage that they were making the second one. Beyond Good and Evil? Yep. Two. It's been a long time. Yep. I haven't talked about that since it came out. It's been such a long time. That was the year after Skull and Bones. We've heard about that one even less than we heard about Skull and Bones. Mm -hmm. Well, they didn't decide to make a TV show out of Beyond Good and Evil 2 before the game came out. That was the one that uh, they were crowdsourcing. Everyone was supposed to have a community. Yeah, you're supposed to go be a chimp in space or whatever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what the thing said. (laughs) All right. (laughs) CD Projekt uh, stock is worth a quarter of what it was before Cyberpunk 2027 was released. FCC. I mean, yeah, that sounds about right. It's been two years. Yeah, and, and it was overvalued a little bit. Anyways. It was overvalued because it was overhyped. And it came out, it plummeted immediately. And then they've done nothing since. So, yeah. FCC Chair Jessica Rosenworkel. What a name. Wants to raise the national broadband standard. Do you know the national broadband standard? I don't know what they're referring to. Uh, internet speed. Like up and down speed? Yeah, or, up okay. down. Uh, what, what do you think the national standard is? I have, I have two guesses. My first one is 10. 10 down? Down. My second guess is 25 down. 25 is the right one. I couldn't remember which one it was. So the national standards, 25 down, 3 up. Yep. She wants to raise it to 100 down, uh, 20 up. Yep. That's the standard. Yep. Hey, look, somebody that understands how things should actually work these days. Yeah. I mean, that I feel like is a realistic goal. Still too slow, but I I get it. It's a realistic place to start a mandate from. Yeah. In 2022. Like, um, hey, this is your minimum now. Yeah, yeah. No More Heroes 3 will be released on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation on October 11th. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection is coming out on August 30th. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell. Persona- Sued. <laughs> Persona 5 Royal. PS4 owners won't be able to upgrade it to the PS5 version. Take that, nerds. Nerds. Star Wars, the Old Republic's creative director, Charles Boyd, is leaving Bioware. Honestly, I'd have to see the history. If he's been there since 2012... I think he's been there the whole time. Which would actually be before that, because that's when the game launched. So then we'll say three years before that, probably, for production and everything. That's impressive. I think he might be the Austin guy. Not the Edmonton guy? Not the original, but when they handed it off to Austin. Okay. Either way, hell of a run for the to be the creative director on an MMO for that long. Um, the next thing I wrote is I, I just can't with this game because it was a whole thing about an EVE Online player quitting. But it's oh, like... Oh, no. They start a war? 
it's their yeah it's their not necessarily war it's their most notorious eve online like player. true like notorious in the way that notorious actually should be used like yes wanted he, poster notorious he runs uh i just locked up my fucking <laughs> do, do you want me to grab it i don't know i mean i the whole thing is he runs one of the corporations and that it's the corporation that has like the control of like the most space and i i read the article and i'm not sure if it's like joking or serious so it's like an onion article i don't know like Why? it could be real but it could also be a joke and i'm like i don't know how to i can't i can't with this I guess I could just close the app and reopen it. I don't know why I'm like hemming and hawing over it. No, oh, hold on. I'm pulling up the the story from um, PC Gamer. Eve Online's most notorious player and most notorious player has quit the game. Goon Swarm is up in arms. Uh, I'm not going to read this whole article. No, you can probably skim some parts. I'm going to skim through it for fun, but this is from Andy Chalk uh, over at PC Gamer who has a hell of a history with PC. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) The the Mitanni, a legendary and polarizing figure in the sprawling sci-fi MMO Eve Online is reportedly stepping down from his positions as CEO of the Goonwafe Corporation and executor of the Goonswarm Federation in-game organizations. Although in Eve, the line between the game and real life is pretty blurred. (laughs) Uh, That control a significant portion of the in-game space. The resignation comes amidst allegations. I, honestly, I might read this whole thing. <laughs> it's, comes, it's so outlandish. <laughs> the know. resignation comes amidst allegations that the Mitanni failed to adequately address persistent sexual harassment and misconduct in their organization. What the fuck? What, what is that? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's uh, All right. So he has a bunch of stuff going on, including in real life, because I don't think he's talking about his dog potentially dying in uh, the game. Unless Eve did that, which honestly, at this point, there's a chance. Uh, Alligator, one profile again for your points of abuse and Okay, so, but his resignation could also be a sign of a deeper schism within Goonswarm between old guard goons, as something awful members call themselves, and newcomers who are necessarily inclined to embrace SA's version of internet culture. Something awful was founded in 1999. <laughs> as a personal website for Richard, Richard Lotax Kianka. Uh, but its forum community as sort of a precursor to 4chan and Reddit became a foundational part of online college. Gizmodo ranked it among the 100 websites that shape the internet as we know it, which I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Uh, maybe coming to said that just a bunch of other bullshit. Oh my god, I wish my... There's so much other bullshit. Oh, I might snap this thing in half. In 2011, he was banned from Eve for 30 days and removed from... And <laughs> I fucking love Eve. Banned from Eve Online for 30 days and removed from his position on the Council of Interstellar Management for urging players at FanFest, Eve's annual community convention held in Iceland, to dogpile another player and make the guy kill himself, in quotes. 
Uh, but this one seems like an even bigger deal. The Gunstorm Federation, the Imperium Coalition it leads, is one of the longest-lived and most powerful organizations in Eve history and has dominated the game for years, despite multiple concerted efforts to dislodge it from power. The resignation of its leader and a possible split within its ranks could have an impact on EVE Online equal to any of the biggest wars that preceded it. This is just so wild. This this basically reads in such a way that, like, the, the United States essentially stops functioning. Mm-hmm. And just says, every state, you're on your own. You're your own country now. See you later. We're out. Yeah. Which, when you think about it, is a radical change in how things would function. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Eve is just crazy with the, um, Just it's just all Absolutely crazy. insane. I love it, though. Love it. I, I will never play it. <laughs> I'll I tried. I tried a few times. I just can't. Like it's just... I don't know what to. I don't even know what to do. That's like, kind of the, the problem. whole joke. Is I almost want to. I almost want to stream. I've set up my full streaming stuff for a while, so I can stream. Mm-hmm. I have almost debated now in mm-hmm. the next in the last thirty seconds in this joke, launching stream, going in, putting myself in the Eve Online directory, and then just opening up Excel. And then just leaving Excel open. Like, I don't know. <laughs> am I playing Eve? Am I doing this right? Question mark. What do I do? Teach the Twitch noob Eve because he has absolutely no idea what's going on. <sighs> Star Wars Jedi Survivor may release in early March 2023, according to data mined from the PlayStation Network database. Yeah, whatever. Immortals. You know, you know what else ends in March 2023? <laughs> Fiscal year. Hey. Immortals Phoenix Rising may be getting a spinoff slash sequel based on Hawaiian Polynesian culture. Oh, so we get Immortal Mona Rising. Sure. Okay. Moana? Moana. Do I look Hawaiian? Yes. I wish. You imagine me as Maui. (laughs) I'd be the rock. You would be the rock. Uh, Bungie has announced a new showcase for next month detailing the next Destiny 2 expansion. Where at this point, Sony has them held by gunpoint to announce Destiny 3 at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robert Allen Konecki, the developer behind roguelike title The Dungeons of Moria, has passed away. Moria was the only title that Konecki developed, but it went on to inspire other titles such as Diablo. R.I.P. That's a massive influence. Yeah. Uh, Gorilla has announced that it will be shutting down multiplayer servers for three games on August 12th. Uh, that'll be Killzone Mercenary, Killzone Shadowfall, and Riggs Mechanized Combat League. Good. Nate's favorite game ever. Oh, dude. The, o- the only game to ever actually make me sick. And then... Uh, it does. It does have that title. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, there was a slew of trailers to come out. I don't know if we care to talk about them. Uh, we can skip through two of them really quick. Uh, I'm not talking about the last one. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, the the basement nerds get a movie. Another one that they'll that's going like. to cause issues. And I love yeah. it. Um, and then Lord of the Rings got a longer trailer. Yeah, still don't know what to make of that one. 
I don't know what to make of it. Uh, I I do know it looks pretty. Yeah, I'll watch it for sure. Oh, definitely. But um, yeah. Don't care about House of Dragons at all. No, but I didn't care about Game of Thrones either. So it, you know, it's not f- that that show is not for me. Same, same. Um, and then the last one was I Am Groot, which is uh, I thought it was a show, but I guess it is actually a series of shorts. Yeah, it said shorts at the end, so I'm assuming they're going to be at most, at absolute most, 10-minute videos. My guess is closer to probably three to five. Mm-hmm. And just funny haha Groot things. Yeah. Anyway, been seven days. What you been up to? Not much. Um, no games because I'm a loser. <laughs> um, still listening to my boring history books, and um, yeah, that's that's really about it. Nothing else exciting going on. Boring day-to-day stuff, you know, adulting. Life. Life. Pain. Yeah. Yeah. Life is pain, Jerry. Life is pain. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything fun to say. I got nothing. Work's been crazy. That's normal. You know, it ebbs and flows. Um. Yeah, what do you got? I I mean I don't have I don't have too much more. Uh, just just playing WoW, playing the show. We gotta get back into Sniper. Played a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles this week. The Toidles, the Toidles. I might I might try Stray, just to see what that. Oh, I'm all definitely about. gonna play that at some point. See what that's uh, all about. That might be it. Might be a this weekend or next weekend thing for me. Yeah, it's only like four or five hour game. Yeah, um, I think Ray's playthrough full full video was like four and a half or something. So yeah, I might sit down and, and bang that out or or play it during the week while I'm doing other things. Uh, but yeah, that'll be that'll be in my list at some point. And then it's just been I have not finished. I've not even come close to finishing the Witcher book. I just haven't even. For whatever reason, when it gets really hot out, I don't care to just listen to an audiobook. I don't know why. It's just like a me thing. Like, I, I get in the car coming out of work, and I'm like, I don't want to listen. I just want to jam out and go home. That's fine. So. That's fair. That's fair. I I have moments like that, too. And it's exhausting. It can be. It can get old listening to the same thing over and over again. Well, there's, there's a couple times where I... I like need to be awake on the drive home. Obviously, like if I went in early or something, where I'm mm-hmm. like, I know I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, and it's like, nope, not listening to a book right now. Yeah, I do the same thing leaving your house. I'll, I put on music and I usually blast it to yeah. try to just, you know, keep myself at full alertness. Yep, and then just jam and vibe. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of Nutty the Roxbury going on. Yep. Um. But yeah, so that's I, I don't have much left in it. I think I only have like four hours or something. Yeah. Uh, they're at the I go oh God. Do I even remember where they are right now? Oh, they're somewhere it's it's the retelling of all the stories from all the kings, and Dykstra going and meeting with them and oh, telling yeah. the history of 
oh well her grandmother then met this person and they you know they never really you know did you read the good book and it's like oh my god is this dragging <laughs> because it's it's all dealing with a bunch of background stuff to give you context for what's about to happen except it's not dealing with the two people you actually care about so it doesn't matter yeah yeah um so that's the other reason I haven't got back into it because I know there's probably at least another hour of that where I'm just like I am going to lose it. Yeah, there's a lot of like filler at certain points. Yeah, that's and that's very much one of them. Right where now. it's like all context, but it's like so convoluted that you're like not really listening to it, and you're just like, all right, I get it. Let's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he went. I to, get it. There's a reason. Let's move on. It, he went to visit the One King, but it's talking about the political games of how the one nation got formed and then told the other nation that it wasn't. It was its own sovereign state, mm. and then it was all. And I was just like, Oh yeah, <sighs> I know what part you're talking about. Yeah, Dykstra's the only like main character in it. Yeah, he's like in that like port city. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And he's only there. He's only in. He's there to get money, essentially. Yeah, he's he's there to get money because he's asking them for X amount. But then he's like, "Oh, well, you were gonna bribe my official anyway. How much were you gonna bribe him with?" And then it's yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole thing. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's just typical same old stuff. Watching Westworld. That's you know. Oh, Westworld. Yep. Episode five comes out this week. Are we? Am I watching anything? I still need to finish the boys, but. I, I have the last episode to watch. And I, I have the last three to watch. Yeah. Uh, six, seven, and eight. And but I just haven't. I haven't had the the want to just kind of like veg out and watch them. I, I, my hands have been wanting to do things, play PlayStation or whatever. And once I want to play, play. If I wanted to, I'd watch on my phone. But it's yeah, it's not one that I would do that and play the show. So. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'd almost want to do them in reverse. Play a show on my phone. And yeah, watch, watch on the TV. But it's whatever. The, right, cool. the picture in picture, that's what you need. A little picture in picture. On the yeah, TV. but then I would immediately turn it off because I would realize I can't see the strike zone good enough on that. And I'd be like, mm. yeah, well, I'm out. Never mind. Yeah. But anyway, you uh, anything else? Uh, nope, I'm good. All right, cool. We'll see you guys in seven days. Meow, meow, play stray, cat, cat. See ya. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.